Get ready for some synapses in the episode number 3. Information from one neuron flows to another neuron across a synapse. And welcome to Synapse episode number 3 And we have again, just exactly like last week Hello Vlad, how are you? Hello Rafa, thank you for, thank you for having me Let's uh, start a new episode of Synapse, shall we? Yes, and in the far, far away land we have Anna How are you Anna? I'm fine, thank you Hello everyone, hello to all the listeners I'm really happy to be here again with you And we have Tudor Hello, hello, great to be here I'm ready to start and we have Laura. Hey, everyone. Very nice to be here again. And let's start. And I'm Rafael, and here we are. We are ready to start a new uh, synapse. We are ready to make a new connection with you. Spread the word, because you will surely uh, spread again the word. Make, you, we invite you to make yourselves synapse with somebody else about uh, our, our show and spread Spread about it. Talk about it. Share it with your friends. Uh, if you are listening to us live, you will be able to hear uh, the music that we'll play today. If you're listening in the podcast, well, you will not be able to listen, but you will get absolutely the rest of the show with you. We are ready to start with the headlines, no? So, here we go. Angra has just released their new video, Final Light. Luca Turilli's Rhapsody revealed details about the upcoming album, and you, we will let you know here what are they about. Kiske Somerville released a new video called Walk on Water. Gentle Storm released second official video, Shores of India, and album The Diary. Devin Townsend is writing a symphony. Shining, the Swedish band, is streaming a new song. Cradle of Filth launches a new album in the summer called Hammer of the Witches, but meanwhile they filmed a new video last weekend. Computer Mind reached goal of their crowdfunding campaign with four days remaining. And we will have a special interview with Hella Rise, straight from Brazil. Well, those are the main headlines, and let's start from the beginning with Angra Tudor. So Angra have just released their new video called Final Light. It's the second video from their new album called Secret Garden, which is actually their eighth album. Um, uh, yes, but we have to also mention that uh, the video was filmed uh, at the TAM Museum in Brazil, and... It, it really has uh, like a uh, lot of uh, special effects and sounds and uh, they actually uh, recreate battles from World War II uh, with vintage uh, airplanes and like Tudor mentioned while before coming live, they are using an excessive use of uh, CGI. I don't know if it's excessive, maybe a little bit because actually... Uh, you cannot recreate those battles without exactly. CGI, no? Yes. 
Um, what I wanted to say is that um, the battles they recreated were from the World War Two, but we don't know uh, who is fighting who. There probably is not even that uh, that important. Mm. But I think it's a little hard to make the distinction be- between who is supposed to be the good guys and the bad guys. Yeah, who it's like everybody shooting each other, no? Um, <laughs> it seems to be teams because. Uh, for example, the boy is greeting uh, some of the band players. Yeah. But you don't know exactly who is part of which party. And uh, they mentioned that they are using uh, T6 uh, aircrafts. But uh, I don't know. To me, it gave the impression that the boy, who is how start the video gets into the airplane, it was a P-40. And the P-40 was also one, a very famous plane. And... It looks like the P-40 fighting the T-6 for me. I don't know. I'm really not an expert in, in this. Maybe if somebody knows, can tell us. Uh, send us an email or send us a message on Facebook or uh, in the chat, right? Voicemail even. Uh, if it was P-40 also and the T-6 or was just T-6 used in the video. So if you know, just let us know. And, well... There have been some comments around about uh, having a boy involved in such violence. Uh, yes, I agree. I um, I find this a bit strange and I don't like it very much. Uh, probably because um, I do find wars and violence in general uh, to be mindless, to be pointless. And the fact that a boy is imagining himself uh, being part of a fight... And, uh, and shooting, killing people. Yes, shooting down other airplanes. No, I uh, I dislike that. That's yes, that part. and there's also the other side uh, that could argue that uh, nowadays even smaller children with video games, they do the same. Yes, uh, I also consider that the fact that anyway they are um, involved in this kind of um, imaginary fights by playing games. Um, but I don't agree with that either. And I don't think it should be promoted more. And Tudor, you will present now the song for Angra. And now we listen to Angra Final Light. In Darkwine Radio. Sign up. Sign up. And after listening to Angra, we are now back to Luca Turilli. Luca Turilli was the next news that we had. Um, Luca Turilli released the details of the new album of Luca Turilli's Rhapsody. And the name is Symf- no, Prometheus Symphonia Ignis Divinus. And the meaning is, Laura? Symphony of the um, Divine Fire. Yes, Symphony of the Divine Fire. And the new CD is going to be released on June 19th in Europe, June 22nd in the UK, June 30th in the US, via Nuclear Blast. And let's see how, how it's going to go this uh, record. We also have the cover. The cover shows... Uh, it's a mix of, uh, they call it cinematic or graphic, c- graphic style, style uh, a god or demigod or I don't know how to call it because in the upper part is like a god managing the fire and in the lower part is very high tech. I know this kind of combination that usually goes in also fantasy. Uh, yes, also in um, around his, uh, his head you can see details of, uh, of a machine. Uh, so, I don't know. Is it a god? Is it a, a machine? Is it a combination? Are machines turning into gods now? Or A machine will be considered a god. Yes, exactly. 
En dat ziet hij The gods of the new era, right? Ja, yeah, gods of the new era, goed. En dat ziet hij, will have 11 tracks, but the 11th track has 5 parts. Is divided in 5 parts. And the Digipack bonus will have an extra track called uh, Thundersteel, which is a cinematic uh, version. And that is going to be interesting to watch. Yes, who knows? Maybe Lucato really is interested in uh, composing soundtracks as well. Yeah. And it's interesting to watch the titles of the songs. We have, for example, Nova Genesis, Signonero. I one, don't know. one Ring to Rule Them one All. One Ring to Rule Them All, which actually everybody will think already about uh, uh, Lord of the Rings. Of course, you can't separate that phrase from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Prometheus, King Solomon, and the 72 Names of God. Uh, also, we have something um, about... Um, Stories from the Bible, uh, let's say, um, of Michael, the Archangel, and Lucifer's fall. Yeah, I wonder how everything will be connected in the in the CD, or if they are just individual songs. Uh, I don't know, the cover, the name, everything seems like it should be or could be like a more like a concept album, but... Um, I think it's hard to to combine them all. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, it's uh, related to fantasy. This is what they they do best, and they are known for. But you have here um, myths from different uh, cultures, and I think it's hard to put them all together. Yes, and will be interesting to finally see another release of Rhapsody or look at today's Rhapsody after that, because now we have two Rhapsodies. After the fight or the separation between Luca Turilli and Alex uh, Starpoli, Staropoli, uh, it, it, each one kept uh, a name. Well, uh, Alex kept the Rhapsody of Fire, which was wh- how they changed the name after. And then Luca Turilli ma- named it uh, Luca Turilli's Rhapsody. And actually the logo of Luca Turilli is exactly as the old Rhapsody when they were together. And... This is something that I would really like to listen. Yes. Um, I, I, I liked a lot, especially older stuff of Rhapsody. Very good. My expectations are high because of what Luca Turidi has already done with Rhapsody and on his uh, solo albums. Uh, I'm a huge fan of fantasy literature, so listening to these albums were like listening to the music and reading a book at the same time. So I think I think he should do a good thing on this album. Yeah, and you know, we don't really have to wait all the way to until June to be able to listen something because the first single is going to be released in 24th of April. That's pretty soon. Yes, one Yes, month. so practically we have one month before we can listen a little taste of what is going to be this CD. <laughs> I think it's going to be uh, uh very interesting. It's going to be like a treat. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. And what was next? Kiske Somerville, right, Laura? Yes. Um, Kiske Somerville is a project. Um, it's um, made by um, uh, my Mikhail Kiske from Hello, uh, Hello, Halloween. Halloween and Unisonic. And Amanda Somerville from Trillium, Aina, Avantasia. She's involved many, many in bands. yes, in many bands and projects, and uh, this is their um, uh, duet album, I would say, because all songs are duets between the two of them. 
The album is called City of Heroes. It will be released on April 17th in Europe and April 21st in North America via Frontiers Music uh, SRL. So they released this new video. It's for the song uh, Walk on Water. The video is very, very simple. Uh, you just see the band playing in um, a very nice setting, but nothing much happens. It's practically different shots of uh, of the band and playing the song. So if you didn't get to see it, you didn't miss much. But the song is very nice, light, uh, music, um, very catchy. You will probably find yourself singing along, or the song might stay in your in your head. Um, if you like this kind of music, go ahead and listen to it. Um, Amanda sounds very nice as usual. And who knows, maybe you'll find something you like. So why don't we listen to the song Walk on Water and you can uh, get your own opinions about it. Yes. Kiske Somerville, Walk on Water, listen to it or go watch it. Sign up. Sign up. And now let's continue with the story of the gentle storm. And Anna wanted to comment uh, this one specially. Anna, here you go. Yes, uh, Gentle Storm uh, has just released uh, their second official video, uh, which is called Shores of India, and they uh, uh, the album called The Diary. And I think that you have already observed uh, some similarities uh, when it comes to the concept of this uh, album with the album called Vinland Saga by Leaves Eyes. Uh, if you can see the, the similarities, uh, it's about... Uh, the, it's about the Asian sailors, about Asian uh, adventurers uh, of the the, the, the same uh, the same yes. nation. That's right. So uh, I think it's uh, I think that what I, I guess that uh, Anna and Arian wanted us to pay attention to the Dutch uh, sailors, the Dutch uh, 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 people who were discovering uh, new lands for the Dutch uh, for the Netherlands. And in fact, uh, the, 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 uh, what I would like to, uh, uh, and I think to give you the uh, reason why Annek and Adrian are concentrating on the Dutch sailors, uh, I would like you to uh, come back to the 15th century, in fact, because at uh, that time, uh, it was the time when people had no, no fridges in their homes, and no freezers, and uh, they still had to eat. And uh, the, the only way to preserve their meat uh, was to uh, keep them, uh, to, to add spices to their meat, to preserve them for yes. the winter time. Exactly. Uh, however, the problem was that the spices, uh, especially the black pepper, was not available in Europe. Uh, so people had to uh, get to other countries to get to get the spices. Yeah. And for centuries, yes, for, for centuries it was uh, done by uh, the merchants uh, traveling the Silk Road uh, to India and China. Uh, however, uh, in 1453, uh, the, the, uh, the fall of Constantin Constantinople uh, occurred. It was the end of the Byzantine Empire, uh, the last Christian, the last European kingdom in the East. So people could not walk safely, they could not travel safely uh, in the land. And they had to find an alternative way to India to get the spices. Uh, so they did it, and they tr decided to travel by the sea. 
the first people were the Portuguese. Uh, in fact, it was Vasco da Gama who was uh, traveling all along the shores of Africa and he got to India. Yeah. Uh, yes, but after the Portuguese, the Dutch came into the, into the game. And in the 16th century, they went to uh, India and to Indonesia and they started the company there. And they started to uh, get the spices from India and Indonesia. They started to uh, to, uh, to trade them in Europe. Yeah, and in fact, uh, Anneke actually mentions that actually the historical time frame that they want to present it was in the uh, 17th century. Uh, between, uh, you know, because that, that is the era that is called the Dutch Golden Age. So yes. that's exactly yes. the period that they are trying to represent in a, from my point of view, a comic way, I mean, combined <laughs> a little bit. You see, because it was called the, the Golden Age, because uh, you see, uh, the, 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 the merchants were getting richer at the time, and it's all for words to, uh, to point the, uh, the way that was. Uh, it was a huge change in Dutch mentality, because uh, after Reformation, they uh, changed the religion. Uh, they changed uh, religion from Catholic into the Protestant one. And started and, a scientific revolution. Uh, well, yes, the thing... A uh, change of mentality uh, was to be poor because, just like Jesus said, uh, the blessed be the poor; they will they will enter the uh, kingdom of heaven. Uh, but then Protestantism said, "No, it's okay. You don't have to be poor. You can be rich. In fact, when you are rich, it's the sign that God is uh, is favoring you." And people started to be proud to be rich. In fact, and they could afford more luxuries. And one of the luxuries was the portrait, the, the painting, uh, painted by the painters, the Dutch painters. Uh, you see, this is why it appeared in the first uh, video. It was the lyrics video from the album, uh, Endless Sea. Uh, you can see the Dutch sailors, in fact, and the sea, yes, the, the, the torments, the, the storm on, on the sea. Uh, but you can also see the paintings of Dutch painters. You, you, you can see, in fact, one very famous, uh, very famous one there by Johannes Vermeer. I think that's the, the pronunciation. Uh -huh. the, the girl uh, reading the letter. Uh, the, 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 you probably know the, the other painting by Vermeer, which is called The Girl with Pearly Earrings. There was a famous movie about that uh, with Colin Firth and Scarlett Johansson. And uh, you see... The, At that time, there was no photographs taken, but there were very skilled, very, uh, very talented artists who were paying uh, attention to the details. And if you can see at this, if you can look at this painting, uh, the girl reading the letter, you can see that there is a lot of details there. You can even see the shadow of the girl on the on the wall. Uh, you can see see the reflection of her face in the window. So it was a huge work for the painter. It was uh, something very, very precious, in fact. And I think this is what Anna K and Arjen uh, want to pay our, our attention to, to the Dutch heritage, uh, their, their, uh, their nation's painters, their nation's uh, um, adventure, people who, who went to adventure, to, to they, they were risking their life, in fact. Because if you can see the, the other uh, video, Uh, the video for the shores of India. Uh, there's the the image of the man leaving uh, his pregnant wife and going 
uh, to India to to get to get the money to to uh, to to get the spices. Yes, uh, but you are also forgetting one thing. In the 17th century, is the uh, was the age of the Baroque. Uh, therefore, right. actually, if you actually see the videos, it's like exactly uh, Baroque style. It's full of details in the background. Uh, just check, for example, even in, in the intro of the video, if you check the city, the CGI of the city is way too complex. It's a, exactly, I would call it Baroque style. Even if you see the scenes of the dancers, once again, check the background. It is so full of details. The uh, details in the walls, uh, you know, this uh, style that was uh, very common in, in those times. That's right, and even even you can see uh, Anneke in the video for the heart of Amsterdam. She is walking, uh, wearing this wig, and uh, which represents the same thing—the exaggeration. That's right. In fact, I, I, I prefer Anneke just uh, you know wearing plain T-shirt and jeans and just singing. But well, it was uh, strange to see her in costume, and also in the video for the shores of India, she is wearing Indian clothes. Uh, at first, I didn't recognize her, to be honest. <laughs> uh -huh. And a uh, lot of people have complained about uh, this uh, comic way or that uh, his full, uh, for example, Aryan appears uh, for a moment, something like her playing with a um, sitar. That's right. <laughs> which uh, you have to be very careful what you see there because... Some people say that it has one chord, some people say it has two chords, some people say that it's chordless. But that's not the point of the image itself. You know? It's some... I don't know, I think it's a comic way to pose a metal player playing a sitar in those times. <laughs> Which is, comes back to me, from my point of view, to, to the Baroque. Exaggerating I think a situation. I think that the video, uh, I mean, the video for the shores of India was, in fact, made uh, as if uh, a kind of cliché of how the exactly. we uh, see the, the East. But that was, well, it can be funny, but it doesn't have to be. I agree with you. No, I mean, uh, I think it's exactly that. It shows a lot of clichés of a lot of things in, in it, actually. That's right. And uh, you see, uh, I, I was surprised to see, uh, I mean, perhaps not surprised because I have, uh, as I said, uh, uh, the uh, Leaves Eyes has, has already done it with uh, Vinland Saga. Uh, but I think that uh, Anneke and Adrian are concentrating a lot about uh, the Dutch heritage, the Dutch culture, history. In fact, I was thinking that perhaps the Dutch government should pay them, uh, you know, some money as they're being the ambassadors of the Netherlands in the world so perhaps they should i mean they, they deserve it, it yes uh, they, they do a good job with that right um just listening to the song in the heart of amsterdam you you'd want to be there you'd want to visit it although i have to say that uh, uh, i don't know myself because i haven't been to amsterdam yet uh, but i have a dutch friend and by the way, if you are listening to me, Frank, right now, hello to you, greetings. Uh, so Frank said to me that, uh, in fact, Amsterdam is not a very typical Dutch city. It's more like for tourists. So I don't know how the heart of Amsterdam is. Is it? Uh, oh, but surely it also captures a lot of culture. I think it captures a lot of things because remember what Amsterdam was, was a port. 
full of a lot of cultures, lot of people arriving, sailors, people coming here and there, merchants. Yes. Just like in the lyrics of the song, right? Exactly. So yes. certainly the city had to be influenced by a lot of cultures, not only. Of course. So I, I agree that it should not. It is not exactly like a typical Dutch city. That's right. But still, I think it's a great, uh, so far, the, the album, uh, the, the song I heard from the album, they are great. And uh, especially the first one, uh, Endless Sea, really made, uh, made um, um, impressions on me. And I think it's a very interesting concept to record the two versions of this song, the gentle one and the storm one. Exactly. That, that actually... You know, that's why Arjen is usually considered like a genius. He comes with these kind of concepts. Uh, he somehow always makes things uh, stand out. That's yes. right. You have the metal version and you have also the, the gentle version that is so so rich. There are so many instruments on each song and... Um, it just makes the story so uh, emotional. And you know what's important, yes? To listen to the full CD yes. in order. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. To listen to the full story and get into it and uh, experience the, um, the feelings that they want to transmit through it. Because it's a love story. It's um, a story that uh, talks about um, love in general, but also um, you have there... Um, the sadness of finding uh, that you are sick, that the joy of finding that uh, you are pregnant, um, the joy of having your baby born, but also at the end it's uh, it's bittersweet. That's right. It's like life. So, uh, Anna, can you present the song of we, that we will listen from the Gentle Storm? Uh, yes. Uh, right now we will listen to the Gentle Storm, the greatest love. Here we go. Sign up. That was the gentle storm, and remember that no, not remember. We want to inform you that now we have also the CDs of the gentle storm with that both versions, gentle and storm. <laughs> so you will be able to listen uh, in the normal rotation of the music uh, of Darkman Radio the full CD around. So pay attention, listen to us a little bit more, and you will see very nice CD to listen. Let's move on. Now, Devin Townsend. Vlad. So, uh, Devin Townsend um, has a pretty large uh, experience in the music domain. Um, he, he has recorded with Steve Vai. He has done, with, uh, he has done some vocals with him. Um, he has the Devin Townsend project, which sounds real nice. Um, he uh, he wants to write a symphony, which is uh, I would say a new territory for him. Maybe he's bored of the rock scene, uh, of the rock industry, and the way uh, things work at um, at a record label. And maybe he wants to do something different. Yes, why not? trying new new things um, I personally liked very much his collaboration uh, the last project called um, um, Casualties of Cool it's a more uh, country blues uh, music but I found it very very nice so why not try a symphony now yeah in fact uh, Devin Townsend is also sometimes uh, 
in the same case as uh, Ari and Lucas, and although I wouldn't compare to the same level. Well, they did collaborate. <laughs> they did collaborate, yes, of course. Uh, I don't know, I think it's interesting that he wants to do a symphony. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I can't wait to hear it. Although I personally don't like the last uh, thing he did with, uh, what was the name, uh, with Z, Soltoid. Ziltoid. Ziltoid, yeah. yeah he la- his last album. That I didn't like really too much. Those no, weird it was not my cup of alien, tea either. But aliens flying. <laughs> I don't know what was. That's also a parody. And yeah, of course. I know it's a parody, but I didn't funny. like it too much. Nice. But the rest, oh, I, I like so much um, when Anneke, in fact, <laughs> is uh, singing with him. Yes. So Th- That collaboration gonna, is great. He hasn't started on his project yet. Uh, but he will uh, he will record this uh, symphony in Belgium in surround sound, which sounds awesome. Um, he has some concepts in his head, uh, and he's gonna use some instruments that are not typical for an orchestra. So uh, these these uh, details only add to the excitement. Uh, from me waiting for this uh, this symphony to come out. Uh, he actually gave an interview for uh, Chaos TV in Finland last week on mm-hmm. uh, the 21st of March. And he talked about the symphony. If you want um, to uh, uh, check out this interview, check out the links uh, in our uh, in our synapse uh, description. And get an idea for yourself what... In the show notes. In the show notes you will yeah. be able to see. Yeah. Uh, check it out if you want. Um, and listen to it when it comes out. Okay. Uh, and I will present this song or you want to present it, Vlad? This is one of my favorite songs. Okay. Then you present it. Okay. Now, the next song we are going to listen is Devin Townsend. And like I said, I like so much when he sings along with Anneke. And of course, this song is Awake. Sign up. Sign up. Okay, and now let's move to Shining. Laura. Yes, Shining, the Swedish band, not the Norwegian, because there are two Shining bands. Yeah, (laughs) in fact, I was confused at the beginning. Yes, Um, they uh, released this week uh, yet another track from their upcoming album. Uh, The album is called Nine, Everyone, Everything, Everywhere, Ends. And uh, this song is a bit different than what they normally play. It's, um, let's say, a ballad. And um, uh, Niklas comments, following similar paths, uh, several other balance of ours melds all of them together into an epic journey in a downward spiral. Relying on a pulsating vibe of hopelessness and despair, this song is for me personally almost unbearable to listen to. That will make things extremely interesting when performing it live, and it will probably be considered as one of the darker tunes of our two decades-long career. So go ahead and listen to it. Um, If you want, reach to us and tell us what you think about it. I personally find it very interesting. I liked it. I will surely listen to it again. 
and um, I'm looking forward to, to the new album. What was the name of the track again? Um, it's very hard to pronounce because it's in uh, Swedish, but the translation would be Future Prospects. Future Prospects. Uh, now, I don't know if I'm still confused with bands. Uh, Shining, extreme, Swedish extreme band. Is, is, are they going to play with uh, along um, uh, Samuel and this kind of bands? Or What no? do you mean? Con in concert soon. Uh, probably, Crucifixion. I didn't check. Crucifixion. But yes, the music style would, would match Samuel. Okay, yeah. Well, although Samuel is now a little bit different from what they used to be from Surely, just black metal, but... Uh, But you can have yeah. different genres and still uh, to be very uh, enjoyable. From 2 to 4th of April will be these concerts. Okay, that was Shining. And now we have a very interesting news from our friends. Uh, I know first, we have Vlad. Vlad, go ahead with yours. Okay, so uh, Cradle of Field is preparing a new album coming uh, this summer. It will be called uh, Hammer of the Witches. It will have a very interesting subject. Um, it will talk about the um, uh, treaties on the persecution of witches in 1486. Okay. So that should be really interesting in my point of view. Uh, I don't know what to say, to be honest. Yeah, well... Uh, you know, I mean, I used to like Cradle of Field. But suddenly it's like a, a sandwich, a ham sandwich every time. It seems that everyone <laughs> is repetitive and becomes uh, and... the same every time, you know, I know. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think Cradle of Filth is Danny Filth. So if you want oh, something else... Oh, I agree else, with that, yeah. If you want something else, you have to change the, vocal, no. the vocalist. no. You have to involve maybe your band more into producing exactly. the music. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, I really want I to I know, hear, that's my opinion. <laughs> I, just as a curiosity, I want to hear Danny Field singing Happy Birthday to someone. <laughs> well, I don't know. We, saw, we heard him uh, singing, for example, even uh, a lot with uh, Sarah Jezebel, mm -hmm. with clean vocals even, Sarah Jezebel. Yeah, uh, I'll get onto that. With uh, Liv Christine. That's right. Uh, when they were singing the... Nymphetamine. Nymphetamine, yes. Very nice song. Yeah. I think until there, until that point was when I would say was still, I was still liking uh, Cradle of Field. I don't know. Well, they have some very nice songs. Yeah, mm -hmm. Nymphetamine was a really good one. Yes. That's right. Yeah, but after... I don't know, after <laughs> Maybe we just outgrew them. But we'll see. <laughs> yes. I mean, anyway, I will listen to it and we will see how is that new CD. Exactly. Okay. Perhaps, perhaps they will just come back to their roots and perhaps they will invite some guests for the yeah. new record. Yeah, exactly. we'll, we will have to wait and see. Until then, I'm sure they will release uh, this video uh, before the album. So uh, the song is called Right Wing of the Garden Triptych. Um, and it was filmed in a former U.S. airbase. 
Which brings us to the thought of the Angra video. Yeah. yeah right. uh-huh. So right. many similarities today. <laughs> well, you know or that we can sometimes... we go even more back and think of the Moonspell. Exactly. <laughs> then we go back and Moonspell. Yeah. I, I think it's all about also the times that humanity lives in. There are certain topics that bands will always uh, will take that become common in a certain point. That, but there are also uh, cliches in the music videos. You need location, and some of them are more difficult to achieve than others. You can have hangars, you can have uh, warehouses, or you can abandoned have buildings, abandoned buildings. buildings or castles. Or This is the typical, I would say. So we should not be surprised if uh, 10 more other bands that we will talk about in the next weeks uh, are going to have videos in the same location, the same type of location. That's true. Okay, but I'm sure Cradle of Field would not involved will not involve airplanes in their, in their <laughs> no. video. You never know. You yeah. never know. Yeah. Oh, well. or, or CGI. Yeah. We live in strange times, so. Yeah, or maybe well, you know that stupid movie of snakes in a plane. Yeah. If they come up with that, then nobody can come with a plane. Which is? Um, which how about is Sharknado? Sharknado. Oh my god! <laughs> that so, which is on a plane? Yeah, coming up witches from on a plane if there was snakes on a plane why not witches on a plane yeah. coming up from cradle of field yeah yeah <laughs> okay we will wait and see and they will transform let's, everybody in toads let's, in let's frogs uh, you know rabbit 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 let's hope we we didn't outgrow cradle of field and they will come with something uh, brand new and I, I hope so impressive I really hope so I, I hope they do do yeah okay next Tudor. Yeah, uh, the next news is about Computer Mind. Actually, this one is an update. Uh, they reached their goal. They uh, raised um, $6,000 in their c- crowdfunding campaign, but they still have four days remaining in which they um, tell that uh, to people that they should continue to support them uh, because the cost that they have is very good. Yes, and it's also a good opportunity for uh, whoever likes this band to get one of the perks that uh, the project yeah. is offering. Yes, uh, you have four days. And actually, it's not that only the band will invite you. We want to invite you to participate. Go to their Facebook page. Go to their Indiegogo campaign. We will have again a link there in, a, in the show notes to go to the Indiegogo campaign. Click on it. Choose one of the perks. Four days left only. We are so glad that they were able to reach the goal. And uh, we, uh, Dark Mind Radio, we also helped and com- uh, participate also in helping them raise and reach the goal. Yes. And we are we very claimed, happy about it. And we claim the haiku. Oh, we're going, I mean, yeah, <laughs> going to get a haiku and happy about yes. it. And it, it, it's very funny, you know, because uh, they mentioned uh, yesterday, actually, uh, something about the song Divorce that I don't know if it was because they told us that they listened to our podcast <laughs> and what Vlad said, but what, what they said, yes. Laura? Um, they said, we've noticed that the song Divorce had quite an impact on a lot of people and we were so happy to hear that. It is indeed a very personal story, but also so common. Nowadays, almost everyone knows someone that got into a divorce or breakup, which is never pleasant. The goal of our whole album, The Asprey Project, is to touch people's hearts and give some support in the hard times life can give us. Okay, so Vlad, you got your answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's a very good one. 
And I agree with that one. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because a, uh, a divorce, uh, in this case, uh, like the son and I, I mentioned also, it's a consequence uh, of a lot of other things, but uh, can happen uh, not only with uh, Asperger's uh, disease, but with many other diseases as well. Or even without them, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yes, and as they say that, yes, it's very common, unfortunately. And, and congratulations to the band, of course, for reaching the goal, and to everyone who donated. It's a huge achievement. Yes, so, congratulations. And so. you, you should continue donating because you have four days. So whoever wants to donate, you will cooperate that maybe the cost of release will be cheaper. So it actually Indeed. will benefit everybody. I agree. If in the next four days they reach over their goal. I think that they will. I, ho I, I know they will, and I'm very happy about it. Yes. Yeah, all of us are, yeah. Yes, and as soon as we get our album, we are going to play it in Dachmine Radio, and you can get to listen to more songs. And not only that, uh, we're going to buy an extra uh, album to give away in a short time after it's released. Good idea. Yeah, we will make a contest or something, make somebody get uh, an album, no? Yes, and we can do that with uh, a lot more bands. We're ah, starting well. to yes to get some albums. Oh, we're starting to collect uh, already quite some albums, in <laughs> yes. fact, uh, that are, have been also signed to uh, give away. So stay tuned to to the podcast and to the radio because soon we're going to start with more contests to get goodies mm -hmm. out of us. Um, we finish now with the last news which is uh, Hellarise. We had an interview with Flavia from Hellarise, and during that interview, we also talked about, uh, besides all the story of the band, all the things that they have been going through, uh, how is the metal scene nowadays in Brazil, which uh, is not easy, especially with bands that are only cover bands, and cover bands that sometimes get more important than Uh, bands that make their own music. Yeah, more important than the original. So there's this campaign of uh, support the, the uh, national bands. Uh, very strong. They support it. I think it's very good. And, well, we also talk with them about crowdfunding because their single of uh, More Mindless Violence was released through crowdfunding. So listen to it. And we return to say goodbye. Sign up. And we are here with uh, Flavia from Hellarise. How are you? I'm just fine. And you? Oh, we are perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much for the interview. And also, is Laura with me? Hello. And obviously, uh, one of the goals that we have in Dark Mind Radio is to start to make uh, smaller bands uh, or bands that are trying to. Uh, step out, you know, get more known around the world. Therefore, we wanted to start uh, these uh, sessions of interviews with a band that we know since some time ago and was Hella Rice. Uh, but since many of the people, uh, maybe internationally, don't know more about the band, the first question that I wanted to start, uh, to start asking, the first question was, when did the band start and how it started? Well, uh, Hello Rise, uh, as it is today, started on 2010, but we started playing together in 2009. And, well, 
we actually we used to play some cover stuff and a lot of I don't know mixed things, different styles of metal, and it was uh, just just for fun, you know. Uh huh. And, and how how actually started? Just by mm, friends meeting to jam around, or yes, it was uh, someone asked us to play. Oh, are you sing? So let's sing with me. Yeah, I don't know, Maria plays guitar. Let's play, and that was something like this, just for fun, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, who are the actual members of the band? Well, now from since the beginning, it's me, uh -huh. Mirella. Now she was the drummer. Now she's the solo guitar. Uh huh. And now we have three guys: uh, Felipe, Mirella's cousin, on the drums; uh -huh. uh, Kito Valin, bass; and Daniel, guitar. Okay, and uh, did you started to try to compose your own songs? Uh, before the band uh, changes, the members changed or started only when it was already the change made? Well, uh, we started composing in 2010 when we realized that uh, we want to play something different, something that we, we really like. So we started composing in 2010. But since then, it changed a lot because of the the changing of members all mm -hmm. this time. So was it hard to go through the members' changes and stay focused in the band? Oh, yes, it was a hell, <laughs> to be true. <laughs> uh, because when we recorded More Mindless Violence uh, in 2013, uh -huh. yeah, 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 that's it, uh, it was only me and Mirella on the band. So uh, I recorded all the vocal parts, and she recorded all the guitars and drums, and we asked for a friend to play the bass. Uh-huh, so practically it was a duo project at the beginning, after all the changes. Yes, because we, we didn't want to, uh, you know, uh, call someone just to have people on the band we wanted to wait and to choose the right people yeah you're right and uh another question now that you have the band the band it's outside uh how is the metal scene in brazil how hard is to have a band right now there well uh i can say that about the bands the metal scene here is very strong because of the bands you know, mm -hmm. we have a lot of good bands now. Uh, I I used to say that we have this the second wave of good Brazilian bands right now. And but the problem is the most the public and you know the financial parts. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Uh, I I saw often in. Not only in your in your sites uh, in your band's Facebook, uh, but also uh, in other bands. Uh, this thing about the metal nacional, like promoting the local scene, support your uh, local uh, bands. That is like a known movement. Is something that is actually really helping the bands. Uh, 
Well, uh, I have a lot of friends that have, have bands too. So we try to help each other, you know. And it's not a, something like, oh, someone called it a movement. And well, it's something that we do to try to help each other, you know. Yeah, and sometimes it works because uh, if you know a band, um, my band, probably you are going to know more about some other band that we are friends of and that stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, last week we talked uh, in the Synapse episode about crowdfunding and about uh, another project that uh, was doing at that time the crowdfunding campaign. Uh, that was Computer Mind. So we also wanted to ask you, um, why did you start the crowdfunding campaign? Uh, what uh, what impulse did you have to what start What did you decide to do through crowdfunding the release of uh, the EP? Well, uh, firstly, uh, it was only me and Mirella. Then we found Kito in the bass and Felipe to play the drums but that time uh, we decided to record and release the EP only on the internet you know because we didn't have money at all <laughs> yeah that's understanding and, and then uh, people started friends and another friends from other bands and oh are you going to release the the physical copy of the, the ZP. I want to buy, I want something. Yes, it's always better to have the physical copy, no? Yes, and then they started to, oh, when are you going to release? When are you going to release? So we decided to ask them, oh, do you want this copy? Okay, are you going to, to contribute if you do this and that? And they, they said yes. And I, I made some mathematics to see, oh, I think we can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how it started. And uh, what was the goal when you started the campaign? Yeah, the goal in money, talking yes. about. How much did you need to release that wow. EP? Jeez, uh, in reais, mm-hmm. Brazilian currency, it was 3,000 and... A half, yes. It was three thousand mm-hmm. and a half. It's a low, uh-huh. it's a low value. And uh, what were the perks? What were the uh, rewards for people that uh, contributed to the to the funding? Well, uh, it was the EP in physical version, but it it's not a CD. It's a DVD. Uh-huh. With our video clip, with the making of uh, of the recordings and the video clip making of, and the songs and the lyrics and a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Digipack special version. Uh-huh. Uh, what else? The T-shirt, um, a special version of the T-shirt too. And we have some other prizes like uh, a keychain that you can open bottles, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that one is very nice and very helpful, I must say. I must say because I have one. <laughs> yes, because well, it it was something I would love to have, so I tell people, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it has saved me at, at least two times until now <laughs> for not having something to open a beer. 
<laughs> well, it's it's what happens when you have drunk people on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to clarify. I'm not a drunk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we are. We are not. <laughs> and we have the seekers and, and stuff like this. Uh, how much promotion did it take to accomplish your goal? Yeah. Was how it, did you promote, yes, your campaign? Was it really hard? It took a lot of work to do it? Ah, yes, it was, well, basically on the internet and basically telling friends like, ah, you, you asked me for the version now you have you're we are going to buy it you know <laughs> <laughs> or we take your eyeballs with a knife oh. <laughs> <laughs> something like this <laughs> now uh what do you think or what what do you would say is the key ingredient for a su uh, successful crowdfunding campaign Well, um, I think the the quality of material, you know, that you are going to offer. Uh, well, if you have lots of friends, it helps always. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but, but I think uh, you're right. The quality is one of the first ones. Yes, because well, you want you are paying for something that it's going to come to you, and if it comes something like normal, it's not nice you know i think it, you have to do something different to um ask for the attention the prizes and something different not the usual considering that the first one was a success do you consider making another one for funding your um for example next album a full length album Yeah, maybe we are considering, uh, but maybe not for the full length. Maybe for another project, another, another thing, you know. Mm -hmm. But we are considering using this kind of platform again in the future. Okay. Uh, do you think? Uh, because now seems to be coming like a a huge fashion for a lot of bands doing crowdfunding. Uh, to release CDs or EPs, do you think this would come in the future to replace like a record label or in a way try to uh, pass through a record label? Or is it uh, that a record label will still be needed because of this thing of royalties? Well, uh, I think it will, will depend. Um, I don't know if it will replace... But I think it will depend on the bands, you know, because, well, if you don't, how can I say, run, uh, call your friends and make some ideas and scream out loud that you are doing this grand funding thing and promote it a lot, you are not going to have re some return because everyone is doing, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, I think, I don't know if it will replace, but I think it's a good strategy you know, when you already have a public. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. And now returning more to the to the band, let's leave the crowdfunding uh, away. Uh, are you working on new songs, new material? Oh, yes. New, a new song, uh, it will be released very soon. Wow, really? When? 
Can we know when or not yet? Uh, uh, we don't know yet, but very soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good enough. And uh, any concerts it, or oh, well, tell us more about it. Yeah, tell us, tell us. Yes, it's uh, because uh, we have already started to rehearse and record stuff, you know. And you are the first, you both are the first ones to hear about this, okay? Oh, that would be very, very nice. We'll promote it a lot. Yes. yes. <laughs> because the last interview uh, we had, it was like two months ago, and we we were not recording and rehearsing yet, so we couldn't say a thing. But now I can. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, how about tours? Uh, do you plan any tours or... Do you think that uh, they will be in the near future outside Brazil? Yeah, any tour outside of Brazil, no? Uh, yes, uh, we are planning um, a Brazilian tour uh, after the full eight, and of course a European one too. And uh, uh -huh. both are after the the release of the full eight, and we we plan everything. Uh huh. And on a personal side, what are your favorite bands? Oh, this is complicated. This is very complicated. Yeah, it's uh, always a complicated question. Well, but my favorite personal band is, of course, Roxette. Uh-huh. Um, I, I have grown up with this, so it's, it will be forever with me, you know? <laughs> Uh-huh. And um metal bands that you listen let's say lately because we know that sometimes uh, uh you know everybody changes from time to time bands that you hear some become less uh, listened some are more yes, in it, your playlist let's say. Yes, it's all about what resonates with you at a certain time. Lately, well, what are you listening yeah. lately? Lately, well, um the gathering, okay, I It's lately and forever, too. <laughs> um, but uh, one band that I use to listen a lot, and I don't know why. Uh, I, I think I know why, because I have it on CDs and I forgot to rip to MP3. <laughs> that I stopped to listen a little bit, but I returned and I'm listen, listening a lot is Flowing Tears. Mm -hmm. Okay. Listen. The two last albums a lot lately, and I don't know. Maybe uh, "Wrote in Christ" mm -hmm. too, and "Moonspell." Yeah, what do you think about the last song of "Moonspell"? The last album and the last album, the last video. Yes, uh, I didn't uh, listen to the full album yet. Just three tracks, I think. Um. I like it, but I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. Uh -huh. I will have to to listen all the CD to to get a a conclusion. Did you have a chance to see the video of Not uh, yet. Uh, extinct? Extinct? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, we had a discussion about it last week as well, and <laughs> that uh, reminds us uh, how uh, Sharon from Within Temptation was going out in the stage with that makeup in the eyes across. Yeah. Yes, the blue band. A band. band. Because okay. they go out like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, well, okay, I'm going to watch it today. Yeah, <laughs> I hope we made you curious enough to go ahead and, and watch it. And who knows, maybe the next time we will get to talk to you, uh, you will tell us your opinions. Okay, we will go back to that. Talking about the crowdfunding again, did you uh, support a band in their crowdfunding campaigns? Or maybe not crowdfunding even. Maybe Or... just by just... I like this band a lot. I go and buy all their CDs. I buy merchandise. Well, right now I'm looking at my... I think it's 32 national band CDs that I've bought during these years. I have a band. <laughs> And crowdfunding, I, I think I have supported officially crowdfunding by the internet three three yes it's three okay uh, now uh, what have you learned uh, from having a band and how has it affected uh, your normal life well uh, the first thing is that well have met in Brazil you have to love it Because, well, it's Brazil, it's the samba, it's the everything but heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> And, well, I, I've learned that we really like what we do. And, and despite the, all the obstacles and everything, I think it's all about passion. So we're never going to stop doing what we like. And we have learned that we are um, very, I forgot the word in English, damn it. Uh, in Portuguese, in Spanish? Uh, I don't know in Spanish, but in Portuguese it's teimoso. Stubborn, remembered. Stubborn. Uh -huh, okay. stubborn, yeah. Yes. We are very stubborn. All the guys and girls that have metal bands here, we are very stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Chase what you want to do and don't give up. What would you advise or share with someone who is just starting up a band? Yeah, well, the first thing is that you can't give up on the forest downside, you know, because you're going to have lots of problems. Uh, and support almost zero you know so if you really would like to have a band or if you really want to have a band you can't give up on the on the beginning it's hard but it's good is it rewarding yes yes because even uh, i used to say that even if i have to play for 10 people or a hundred you know I'm I'm gonna play the same way because I, I love to be on stage. I, I love the music. I love what I do. That's nice. Yeah, especially because uh, I know I have myself heard people uh, when there's a band and there's only uh, I don't know not full venue and saying oh, oh the band I don't know what is not if the band is actually going out and still play with the same. Uh, commitment and the same uh how can i say emotions i think that's 
what counts for them, I suppose. Same is for you, from what you say, no? Yes, I think, uh, well, now, now that I have a band, I, I think for me it's easier to see that. But uh, I think the fans, too, you realize when someone is playing just for playing and playing because the person likes, you know? Yeah, totally. Uh, I was yesterday at Warrior Dane's concert, and it was fantastic. Oh, we envy you right now. <laughs> yes, I like so much his solo album. Yeah, he, um, it was a special concert. He played uh, Nevermore's the album. Oh, first. wow. Wow. Yes, that heart, you know, that word, and I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yes. Uh, we, we, I hope we could have the chance to see that now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and, and for me, I think the greatest thing is that he was very happy to be there. And the support band uh, was formed by friends of mine that play in other bands here in Brazil. That's cool. So it was a fantastic concert because everyone there is uh, wasn't as passionate about they do, you know. And uh, what has been... The best concert uh, as a fan or as public that you have seen, metal or no metal? Public. Mm, I don't know. It's. I can. I think I can be divided because there was Nightwish once and Rockset another time, and it was like lots of people, and it was amazing, you know. And what the, what was the thing that actually? Uh, made it to be a special made it to be special for you the fact that it was the band and the songs or the production or what what was the ingredient that made you uh, feel that it was a a very good concert well um, in case of work set it was work set okay this is the point <laughs> okay uh -huh. kidding uh, uh, it's because uh, uh, I thought after uh, 1994 Uh, I would never see them back, you know, because uh, Mahi had cancer and mm -hmm. she had to get lots of treatment and she she is kind of paralyzed, you know, she doesn't walk normally. And mm -hmm. so I thought I would never see them again live here in Brazil. And this was very special. And the set list, they played a lot of new and old stuff they, that they have never played before, you know. Uh -huh. And about Nightwish, it was the tour of Century Child, my favorite album. And it was the time that the band gone gone big in the world and here was not different so the public was very happy and, and the songs were very good and the set list was very good too the structure, everything and uh, coming back to Hella Rice what are the next concerts you will have in, in, in Brazil so maybe Brazilian people is listening to us because actually we had some traffic from Brazil quite some uh, if they are listening What will be your next concert? Invite them to, to come to your next concert. 
Well, we have some proposals, but we didn't close any proposals for sure right now because uh, we are start we started recording, you know. Uh -huh. But for the second semester, uh, I think we are going to close three or four concerts during this month yet. I think. Mm -hmm. So for now, I don't have uh, uh, some dates certain dates but for the second semester for sure we are going to have at least three or four sure uh-huh okay uh... here um yeah, here we, <laughs> uh, we encourage um, everyone to uh, come join us and ask songs to request songs that they would like us to play in the radio so we will do the same with you uh is there a song that you would request Something you would like mm. to hear? Because if you listen to the to this show live on Monday, we will play actually that song. Yes. But if you listen to the podcast, unfortunately, you will not listen the song. But still, no. you can. Okay. We want you to request <laughs> now, right now, one song that we will play, and then we come back with you yes. uh, to say thank you. Okay. So tell I me what song like, would you like? Uh, Flowing Tears, Die Kingdom Gone. Okay. Okay. So, that will be next. Yeah. Let's go to listen to that and we'll be right back. Sign up. Sign up. And we're back after the song. And anything else you would like to say to fans of Darkman Radio? Well, firstly, thank you for listening to it and listening to my voice. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope you like it, the, the interview. And thank you for the, the support. Too. And if you want to know more about the band, we have on our website in Portuguese and English. It's www.wehellarise.com. And can you and send us your Facebook page as well? Yes, it's uh, Facebook slash Hellarise. It's very easy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, if you put Hellarise on Google, you are going to find us, for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. And uh, I, we want you to present also uh, the next song that we will listen, which is Hellarise, with uh, your your single, actually, More Mindless Violence. Can you present the song? Okay. Well... You are going to listen now. Hello, Rise. More mindless violence. And thank you so much for the interview. Yes, it was very nice and it was very nice having you here with us. Oh, I thank you for the, the space and the support again. Thank you. You know, you are always welcome in our shows. And you want, if you want to participate again in signups, it would be great to have your opinions and your comments. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you so much. Let's go to listen to the song and we return after that. Sign up. Sign up. And we listen to Hella Rise with more mindless violence. Thank you so much for the interview. And it's time to go now, just for this week. Any last comments, Laura? Um, not really. Just wanted to say thank you for listening to us and I hope you'll be with us for the next episode. Okay, Tudor, last comments and bye. No comments. Have a great week. Thank you for being here. See you next time. Vlad? Um, thank you for listening and see you next week. Okay, Anna? 
Uh, thank you very much for listening to us. It was great to be here. And, well, listen to Dark Mind Radio. Yes. Listen to Dark Mind Radio, darkmindradio.com, facebook.com slash darkmindradio, chat, uh, voicemail, whatever you want. Uh, we will be there. Don't forget that the podcast of this uh, episode is released after the live. The live goes out at uh, 4 p.m., 4 in the afternoon UTC. And the podcast three hours after. So subscribe to our podcast, iTunes, soon in, on Stitcher. And thank you so much. My name is Rafael and talk to you next week.